Welcome everyone. I'm Nichelle Anderson, your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey Toward Success. Thank you so much for joining me for this week. In this episode, it is part two, a continuation from last week, where the title that I'm focusing on this week is dealing with denial. And so this week it is entitled, Why Denial is the Worst in Leadership. So this is part two around focusing on the issue of why people choose denial and stay in denial and don't move out of that. And so it creates the toxicity in them and the people around them. So last week I focused more on personal relationships because those are the most difficult ones because your heart is really involved in that. But this week we're gonna focus on leadership, you know, the workplace. And I want to provide uh, some identifiers of where you're really deep into denial and you have to come out of that in order to reach your mental peace while you're on your journey and to achieve the joy that you seek, the joyfulness in your heart that you seek, which makes you happy without leaning to external things to substitute that. Because in the end, it doesn't really solve the issue. It's just like mold. If you don't get rid of it, it continues and continues and get very, very toxic and unhealthy. So let's go ahead and get this episode started for today. So in this day, I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. Welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate you to continue to have joy, peace of mind, and for your sustained success. So let's go ahead and jump right into my important point on this particular topic and what I want to focus on with you today is dealing with the point that in the business work environment the denial that prior choices didn't reinforce into the desired results is one of the major reasons why most leaders choose to be in in the denial phase of mind really outlines to the leader esteem their self-esteem as a leader i feel actually and i need to do even more research on it and write an essay on it but i feel as a leader you have your personal self-esteem and then you have the leader esteem i actually might do a podcast on this because i believe that that also prevents and restricts the leader to choosing what they need to do, meaning to, to stop the foolishness and believing in something that don't exist when you see there's a problem and you don't do nothing about it. And my term that I created, you're not being the prestige leader that you can be. So that's one of the major factors that I have found when I come across leaders that stay in the denial factor to be the leader that he or she wishes to be. And if they admit to the truth, it takes away or reduces their esteem as a leader. So in addition to that, uh, the choice to choose a path of denial to issues in the workplace only creates barriers that focus on leading others into a realm of self-doubt, confusion, not feeling a part of the team. So you have to be able to lead your way out of the denial and into prestige mindset that produces positive results and productive environments. And I'm going to start right here as I'm continuing to talk about this part of my segment. Important point is that when you have a high turnover, that is the number one factor that is something is wrong. And I'm going to stick to the main point that is always from the top. 
Now you might have areas where it could be from the bottom, but in prestige leadership, eventually you're gonna discover that. And it's okay if you're doing what you need to do and you're not in denial and you're taking care of business and you have these pockets of departments that come up that shows that a sub-manager under you, and, I, and it's a podcast, I believe that you probably already have gotten that, and where the prestige looking to identify those that um, does not in the line to the vision of what you seek to be your brand. So you have to learn from the pitfalls in leadership to continue to identify the struggle by matching up the correct resolution in truth. And in there, return the profitability and the productivity that you wish and the sustainability of having a good solid work force you're not understaffed okay and if not then of course there's some issues that will impact the profitability which you could make and the stagnation of employees with their morale plummets and so therefore you get a high turnover all right the next part is my wisdom point and in that I feel like in truth a leader knows and gets the opportunity to make a concise effective decisions by learning from which the results was desired to be and while in the denial phase leaders dismiss the truth and so they get on the boat to nowhere rather they should get on the boat to somewhere to solid ground by accepting the truth so in truth a leader is an acceptance to what the results present to them that's basically what I'm saying in my wisdom point segment here and by knowing the truth and accepting it you move forward I really do believe that I think it's an ego I think it's narcissistic I think it's especially if you keep getting the same results and you keep making the same decisions based on the denial refusing that either you did something wrong or somebody that you admire that you promoted or whatever is preventing you to take the data and do something with it and admit maybe you were wrong in a previous choice or you didn't see it and you felt that you did you just accept it you process it and you keep moving denial feeds your it gives you too much pride when you don't really need it you need to know the truth and then you can get from it okay so why is this so well denial is very attractive especially with leadership because you're at the top and it's easier to choose this type of journey of path instead of the truth path that actually is the better and productive way forward. So who exactly we're talking about? We're talking about leaders that think in a sense of the denial that what is what is constant in their face, you know, and I like to use that high turnover as a good meter to measure because they want to feel that they are influence influential that what they say people do they react is power but you can misuse the power when you stay in denial so leaders that think in denial which you know we have to remember it's an element dispatched by mr. fear so it's a fear of being discovered that maybe you don't feel that you're good enough to be in a leader and maybe you feel that you want to control and you can't control certain things and so to admit the truth meaning at that moment you are not in control so mr. fear reinforces your doubts of self your ability to leave uh, to sustain uh, perceived power of everyone and everything and you got to just understand life is always in control 
not you, not me, and life gets the final say. So leaders must act and behave in a way that represents the seeker in truth, those that don't suffer in the beginning of when they do deeds or say things in denial and the end of it reach their mental unrest. They do not get peace. And moving on to the next part of this, the what, what reasoning that leaders feel inclined to repeat it when they see the final results are being in the realm of denial and Mr. Fear. And let's just go to my high turnover rate and it's extremely high they continue to make the same decisions. And I hate to say this, and I don't like to say it, but it is what it is, it's stupidity. And those that do it should think that they're better than that and move from it. And should be thankful that the failures that happened before you chose to be in denial about it, that really was an opportunity for you know you to think outside of that. So you have to ask what reasoning that led some man- management in choosing denial on their metrics to lead that disruption and to lead their emotional feelings to a point that damaging to themselves and to the team. So leaders that choose denial because it is a measure of their ability to lead temporarily feeds the emptiness that they feel, the inadequacy of being a, a leader. So the weaker state to think that they have to control others reinforces their need to stay in the denial of fantasy. If you have a high turnover and it's consistent to the point you haven't resolved it, a company can't survive with constantly new people coming in. There's so many different personalities, so many different talents, and it says more money. So if you really look at how much you're making compared to how much is leaving out, that's what you need to get with and look at those numbers. And are you really making what you could make? Because you got to retrain, you got to reconnect, you got to, you got to figure, you know, it's personalities. Working in a workplace is a relationship. It is on a different level, a different environment. And that's how you can measure your ability to lead. And when you choose to not admit when this person no longer is a good manager that you hired, or you look at your decision and it's too much work for the amount of time and you don't want to accept that. So you be in denial and you continue to add more things on the team plate doesn't serve the greater good. And so the frustration when you get kicked back, you take it personal, or I'll just say they take it personal and um, you make it makes you want to control more of the resources labor resources the worst state is that it goes and leads to being a bully and I think that's where you get those environments where they become so toxic they say their managers and boss are bullies it's about control of the truth banging on their door they're not an effective leader something went wrong they don't want to accept it so instead of learning from it, they choose denial because denial was like a very good, nice cold drink. <laughs> or you don't want to say a drink, a nice big plate of food that you shouldn't be eating because it's not good for you, but you eat it anyway. <laughs> and over time, it becomes toxic when you don't stop from that and you get to the good things in life. And good things in life is truth because truth as I say, in truth, we all heal. So let's talk about strategy to succeed. The first part is you need to be a seeker of truth. Own up to your mishap, okay? Your bad decisions, okay? Own it, you did it, you own it, okay, I did it. Now you're gonna move forward. Be humble about it, all right? The unprotective, 
unproductive processes and lost opportunities and seek to learn from those findings, all right? Search for those unproductive processes and the parts that, that doesn't quite fit and you had a big old rollout of a project or uh, like I said, a task process and then at the end of the day or the end of that period or quarter, you realize that it, it was, you know, horrible. You didn't do what you wanted to do. And so that actually produces the prestige in you when you do the necessary grind work. You know, when you hear stories of inventors and people that changed the game, they always tell a story that it wasn't the first try. It wasn't the second try. You hear me? It wasn't the third try. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until they perfect it. Here in the States, it's the same. Perfect makes practice. And maybe you got to continue to practice on it. It doesn't take away that you can't be a leader. Leader is growth. Prestige leadership, when I say that, I don't mean that, oh, you made it to the top and that says no learning, da, da, da. People go up and get several PhDs because you always want to continue to learn. Now, you always want to be at a certain phase of the life that got it. You can sell that ship with your eyes closed, but you never stop wanting to learn. And that's what you got to fight back against Mr. Fear to want you to be in the fear to accept denial. And so, like I mentioned earlier, that produces the prestige in you to start by using the metrics and the results by finding the sources to the information of data that shows if you are accepting truth by what you choose to do to either fix the problem or come up with some new solutions, new ideas, instead of denying it. The second strategy to succeed that I would that I suggest for you is to start to listen from the ground up, not always from the top down. Most of those leaders of supervisors, you know, you know, they're too busy or you know, probably covering covering themselves in the sense they don't really want to tell you the truth. You might identify that they're doing something wrong. So they choose to be in denial to what is and why it is. So you gotta use a method of, of being a nominity or an open dis- conversation with others to be open to know and not to refuse to know. So that moves me to my next segment today, which is your task to dust to dawn. Measure your progress by asking those or someone that previously being, you know, previously in denial to what is no longer working for them, right? So you got to measure your progress by asking those or someone that previously, let me start over. You got to measure your progress by asking yourself what previously did not work and what you chose to do either to be in denial about it or to own up to it and and look at the truth and that leads you to your mental peace so my journal writing that I like to tell people is a good action forward so you got to use a follow-up an action event to ensure your choices are not in denial by forward thinking so these are asking self questions and also others your immediate team and you could create a metric sheet spreadsheet of what you're finding of so this might tend to be some type of uh, research but you need it because that's what leadership is as I said earlier you never stop learning you never stop getting data that's what leaders cannot make decisions if they don't know the information and just this time by the time you get this podcast this has already happened but it's a CEO and he's a male and it's been on the news and he didn't realize certain things was going on in his department. He was so humble about it. And I've been following him for a while and he's just a real deal, even how prestige and how his status is uh, in business. And um, 
and he's just still humble and somebody you could just continue to talk to not that restriction of the, the status or what have you and he was very taken away from it once he got the information he immediately you know he took ownership of it you know and he immediately set up these um programs and invested in other groups to make sure it doesn't happen again and so that was that's forward thinking the first thing he did he did he was not in denial like well you know I'm too busy you know which I can imagine that he is and that uh, even though I hired these people I assume that he didn't make any excuses he didn't stay in denial he was in truth about it and he got involved and saw where those pockets as I mentioned earlier in class, and so well, I got to do something about this, and he did. So that's what I'm saying. And you, and then in that, he had to at least take an assessment of what he thought the organization was about, and what people felt, and how people feel about talking about things that happened, and how other people actually commented about exactly what was real for them on their level. So you got to create a, a metric sheet that you're asking yourself, and you're asking someone else about anything that you feel that you know is a problem or you heard it it was a problem but you kind of push it to the side because it doesn't matter but you got to look at the big picture that you don't want a high turnover you don't want to debrand your brand or what it is and so you got to treat it as you're writing on a, a metric pad or what have you those columns to identify that and by doing this, your task is understanding more of how you deal with information that might be hurtful. Because like I said, that CEO, he had did a, another interview and he just looked, you know, he was just so, he, he was still in the leadership role, but you could tell it really hurt his heart because he didn't want his employees to go through that pain and he didn't want want that to happen again and so he felt that I just, that's just a part that I missed that I missed that mark and I wish I was there and if I knew you know but I'm taking full responsibility and we're going to move forward but he just he just was humble enough and sincere and I believed him you know when you get at that status and you don't you know you don't too much fake it like that you, you, it's the real deal so here's your motivational takeaway denial in business is interactive mechanism that produces knots of that produces occurrences that can come back to the leader so rather than choosing denial you got to focus on choosing truth to get out of the 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 possibility that it's not going to turn out how you hoped that diffuses denial and gets you forward into the results that you seek which is the success and the and the premise to know and doing what's right with working with others with empathy and integrity that produces your prestige leadership thank you again for joining me for my podcast episode for my podcast show surviving your journey to a success just to give you some information to not only stay in contact but with the other things that I offer I provide career consultation offering the first 30 minutes are free thereafter there is a fee access afterwards per hour and can be discussed on a case-by-case basis depending on your need so if it is an emergency and you need some consultation regarding your career 
or choices that you're about to make moving forward in a sense in your personal type objectives then you can definitely contact me the primary way to contact me is by email which is info at nichelleanderson.com now I do have a toll-free number on my website now that is actually only for webinars when I'm doing like a free webinar and you're calling in once that number is through that medium and it's only really for that so it's not really connected to me directly now I am working on that but for right now it's not really and when that changed you would definitely get a notice of that to go forward so just to recap my primary way is info at nichelleanderson.com alright so the other thing I want to share with you is that I also provide business courses and self-improvement courses so that overall objective is to help you to create strategies that work for you, to get you motivated, to identify the ways to get your or keep your joy and your mental peace. So I do provide that on the basis of your objective to gain success and as I like to say, sustain success. You can find information on my courses that I release on my official website, which is www.nichelleanderson.com. And you can go there and you can look at the different courses that I am releasing that are available. These courses are self-paced. They will be identified if they're considered to be like live sessions on a regular basis. But for the most part, they are self-paced. During that time, I do have live sessions that once you have signed up for the course you will see that in the schedule of what days that I'm available live that you can talk to me and we can go over the courses going forward right on those particular topics so that information is basically on my website that you can go to which is nichelleanderson.com now I want to do a special call out for listeners that I have seen in my stats that are following me, um, continue to follow me, which I am thankful for. Now to get into, to get connected more, to stay connected, I'm asking you to consider to join my newsletter that I do send out. And to do that, you just have to submit, of course, your, your name and your email. I don't spam. You can always request to, to be taken off the list. I don't send thousands of emails because I don't like thousands of emails from a particular source. So I keep it very, in a way that's informative, of course, because obviously you like the content because you hear and you enjoy it and you're getting something from it, which pleases me to expand that and to expand that and to move forward and to get into other ways that I can expand what I'm trying to do is to form a newsletter to get that set up in the sense that I'm communicate, communicating that I can send that out more quickly actually through uh, a podcast or any type of thing or production that I'm doing where a newsletter is more in the sense faster to get that contact and to send it out on blast right and more opportunity to send more content compared to like social media characters to be able to to get that message out so do consider that to join my newsletter by providing and you can find that link at the end of each episode I have that link to basically to sign up here for Nichelle e-list tips newsletter and um, you can do that and you can see that and click and it's a short form online form it is secured and you can complete that all right the other thing I want to talk about is basically to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't please go ahead of course this is going through 
Podbeam. I have two podcasts. This one, of course, you're listening to is Surviving Your Journey to a Success. And you can subscribe. Of course, you should see the subscribe button here at the bottom of this episode or at the top, whichever device that you're using. Now, I'm also available on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, and any other podcast directories for feed distribution. You can connect that way and subscribe and if you like it share it now i am on social media and so you do hear me a lot talk about twitter i'm mostly active on twitter i'm also active on facebook for the most part right now is twitter and i like the whole concept of keeping it short and sweet but i'm connecting to people in different parts of the world and then facebook i'm definitely on there as well and you can connect me with that so my twitter handle is basically twitter.com forward slash nichelle anderson my facebook page facebook.com forward slash nichelle anderson fan page my official website as i mentioned earlier is nichelleanderson.com that is my official website is mainly focusing on self-improvement motivation life coaching leadership courses uh, things that i really love to help people what i have learned and uh, and also to connect and to try to create the content in a way that you can feel comfortable about it open up about the areas where you're struggling at and it's usually pretty much our career and our personal life so these self-paced courses give you the opportunity to really think things out because you got to think about it in this in this world our mind has to be able to process so many things in so little time and so you're here you're there you're there you're everywhere and you don't really get the opportunity to stop to think to react in a way that moves you forward and to get things done to get a blueprint and that's basically the two courses that I recently released and I will continue to evolve from that and add more courses of course or you know we do some of the courses that I have and blueprint for success is a very good one in the sense of identifying that and moving to a point that you have a plan and that you can move forward and that's the key so at any rate check that out on my official website and uh, definitely uh, connect with that and share it with somebody else now the other thing I would like to share with you is that of course I am an author and so my very first book that I got published that I was called to do it was my purpose and I see it now and it's a part of my whole podcast show title it's called corporate America surviving your journey to a success is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble it's available in book form and ebook okay so you can get that at any book retailer in the world that have access to the ISBN for each book so you can get that and you can download it or you can purchase it or what have you but go ahead and check out my book and if you like it share it okay and that was basically given to me to do and immediately I felt that I, I could help college students you know I recently had got out of college and I was like I can help students I mean I didn't know the politics of corporate America and over time I even got better at understanding the dynamics and the politics of that and it's very very important so if you do know someone that's in college you got to get them this book Okay. If you're already in corporate America and you're out of college, you still need to get the book or recommend it to somebody. The book was a blessing because a few years later after I was called to do it and, I, and it was part of my whole purpose journey, a few years later I got contacted by Essence Magazine, which 
people in the States definitely know that's a major magazine. And I used to love purchasing that magazine. And when I was in high school, and I just, I just loved all the articles. And I never would have dreamed that one day, if I continue on the road and continue on the journey, that my name, something that I created, would be inside a magazine. Isn't that powerful? Where it was for me, able to succeed. Isn't that something? So that's why you have to identify your purpose and identify your reason struggles and move forward and it will get you to your meant to be it will get you to the blessings that's that will come to you if you stay on focus and stay on the journey in my closing i want to say thank you again for joining me today here is my closing statement for you be you that strengthens and inspires your ability to be strong in your journey in denver it's a good thing towards your mental peace and joy always to your success